You are now listening to Spice Station with your host, Evil Spice. There is no excuse for why this episode is coming when it is coming, which is now. Um, I asked this question in August, but so much happened um, right after like I put it out that I wanted to do this podcast episode. By the way, I mean, you can tell from the title, the episode is about overcoming, you know, being a firstborn child, a first daughter to be exact, especially in an ethnic household. Um, the responsibilities that come with that and you know sometimes unfortunately the trauma that comes with being like the firstborn because you know your parents are trying to figure it out and you're the example for your siblings etc etc but yeah so I'm really sorry I moved basically so September I moved out of my family apartment which is you know a great achievement for me and may I have your attention please Fire department has advised the situation is all clear now. Thank you for your cooperation. I swear, somebody in my building has been trying to, like, I don't know, burn us all. Because this is the third time that the fire alarm is going off in basically two weeks. It's crazy. Um, Sis, you can't cook. Give it up. (laughs) JK. But anyways, so carrying on. So I received this um, message from one of our listeners and it made me like so emotional because I'm also a firstborn daughter and I just completely understood like where she was coming from and I know when she sent the message I let her know that I'm I mean I talk to her for a bit but I also let her know you know this is something that I want to speak about on the podcast and to talk to my young nollywood family about and she gave me permission to basically just like share what she said and then obviously you guys like sent in your entries on what you thought about the whole situation thank you to everyone who responded we got an overwhelming amount of feedback to this especially so we just want to thank everybody um let's go into it so anonymous says um hello i'm coming to you as one Igbo girl to another from one ada to another for everyone who doesn't know Igbo is a tribe in nigeria i'm Igbo, and i'm also a doma as well um, but my dad is Igbo, and ada is the title that is given to the first daughter so i'm an ada basically so hello i'm coming to you as one Igbo girl to as one Igbo girl to another from one ada to another I don't know if you're Ibeku. This is like a, I'm guessing a village within like the Igbo community or the Igbo tribe. Um, But I don't know if that matters, she says. But I think your family is traditional. And I know with my family, it's just so much dysfunction. But they're all, I know. None of my family validates my trauma. I feel like I really serve no purpose to them, but to serve them. I wish I wasn't born sometimes because maneuvering through all these lies is so painful. Is it really going to get better? And I mean, when she says, I feel like I really serve no purpose but to serve them, it really just touched a nerve for me because I remember when I started my self-love journey and I realized that I was a people pleaser and... um, I was doing a lot of things that I didn't want to do. I got so much pushback from my family. Them just saying that I had changed and I had become spoiled. And they don't know what had happened to me simply because I was standing up for my own agency. 
um but yeah that really just touched me that message really touched me because a lot of us are raised in dysfunction um i mean i've seen a lot of like tweets and stuff about like you know in households where there's the black sheep child then there's the you know the golden child and usually the firstborn is like the golden child like you're placed on this pedestal and you're basically supposed to obey everything that your parents say and set a good example for your siblings and all that pressure and everything and um yeah so let's get into what everyone had to say about the situation i'm going to start with the people who responded on the website um by the way if you want to join the conversation all you need to go do is go to youngnollywood.com and click on the podcast section and you can just send a message in anonymously um so then you know you can say whatever you want and nobody basically knows who you are neither do i um so this person says nay i hate to say it but mba it will not get better so nay is like my mother but i think in this terms it's a term of endearment and mba means no so these are words ibo words in the ibo language basically you know we're talking to each other you know ibo girls ibo quenu <laughs> but um so she continues we as the current stroke new adas need to change what being an adam means for our own survival that service in traditional times came with safety measures check and balances and a strong umwada group for support so umwada is like a community of daughters basically we don't have that anymore at least most of us don't we must start to service ourselves first then service others so that we can live long enough to see the fruits of our labors biko biko means please in igbo look at me feeling like i can actually speak igbo <laughs> Honestly, I can't really. My parents are in an intertribal marriage, so we didn't really speak any of their languages. That's my excuse. <laughs> um, Biko, take care of yourself because no one else will. Good f- for you for realizing this now because you can change course. They will protest, but pay them no mind and continue. It will not be easy, but at least you will no longer be betraying yourself for people who would not do the same for you. In Ada solidarity. Oh, this is so sweet. I'm also reading all these messages for the first time. So it's like, I'm also reading them for myself. Like people are speaking to me. And yeah, I agree with her completely. Even though I'm big on family and just togetherness and community, I realized that what I wanted from community did not necessarily exist within the community that I was in. So I did not feel very supported. Um, And even, I don't know how many people know, but I had spine issues that I found out about in 2020. Luckily, I've been able to, you know, be paying for my treatment and I've been getting better. But my godmother said something to me when I told her about my problem. She was just like, I honestly feel like this is something spiritual that has manifested where you're bent over in the spirit world and you're serving people who are not giving you the support you need and then it manifests as like health issues and stuff and that's honestly the main issue of everything if I never felt sick if my mental health was never 
like did not deteriorate i would have never known how much i was giving and not receiving back and you know in the bible it says that we need to protect our hearts more than anything because everything we do comes from our hearts so yeah we just need to really 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 protect ourselves because we're seen as this like strong woman like pillar of like can go through anything and because of that so much is put on us and um yeah at the end of the day we are women we're soft we just want to be protected you know we don't want to just continue to live a life of permanent servitude with nothing in return so i agree a lot of things will not change until you get up and you decide to change my dad says this thing now he's just like theo you're so strict and i'm like yes yes i am because i have to be if not you guys will you know what is who said it i can't remember who said it um one of the authors i don't remember but she basically said you know they will kill you and tell you that you enjoyed it if you don't say anything so yeah girl okay so this person says i can feel her i feel her deeply but like i've already commented she needs to put herself first start doing things for yourself that make you happy family are the most toxic people because they feel like they can do or say anything to you but you can't do anything because you are related at the end of the day put your big girl pants on and distance yourself from people who make you feel less i agree completely put your big girl's pants on and distance yourself from people who make you feel less and it will be one of the hardest things you do to look at the people that you have known for all of your life and be like wow this is not a healthy environment for me even though it's all i've ever known even though i love them with all my heart this is not a healthy environment for me and once you become an adult your health becomes your responsibility i remember being in therapy and the therapist was like you are this old and it hit me that i had been dealing with the same issues for over 10 years with my family and it was almost like a light bulb went off and i was like damn i cannot continue to do this for another 10 years like i can't believe that i've been just repeating the same thing over and over again so the crazy thing is that even though we may have not gotten the chance to have the childhood that we wanted to where we could actually be children when we become an adult we don't get to just stay there and be like oh my god i'm an adult and things are really sad and there's so much on my shoulders and not everyone has the same amount of pressure as me not everyone has the same amount of trauma as me you just like you have to figure out how you can turn this into a superpower and just rise above everything because you're an adult now and take your healing like very seriously but um yeah thank you to the people who submitted through the website i'm gonna move on to my instagram people now so this person says yes as a half Igbo girl i have also experienced the same thing too uh even after severely reducing contact with my abusive family i'm still i still get triggered elsewhere 
because I was so used to the treatment, I'm feeling better than before, but they still hurt me today. My advice is severely reduce contact and focus on building your own life and your happiness. Honestly, it makes me so sad that that may actually be the only thing that you can really do, like reduce the contact and kind of just create a life like outside of that. But you have to really, really look at your situation, like really look at your situation because I made the mistake of gaslighting myself constantly. And it's not like I'm from a terrible family. My family is great. (laughs) They're great. They're actually great. I can, you know, tell you many, many fantastic memories that we've had together. My mom did an amazing job. My dad did an amazing job. I have loving siblings. But you have to, I had to really, really, really take a look at my situation and figure out how I act around certain people. And obviously my whole family, they love me. They want to be around me all the time because of the energy that I bring in, like how I carry stuff, like how I want everyone to be well taken care of. Like, I mean, maintaining beauty is like my whole thing. So I want everywhere to look nice. I want everybody to eat good. I want everybody to be moisturized. I want like, and it's easy to not see the reality of your situation when your whole family wants to be around you and you're just like why am i separating myself from these people who like love me so much until it clock that like if i'm not putting in the effort like if i just decide you know what like i don't want to put in as much effort as i am i don't want to forgive people for doing things that they said they wouldn't do anymore i don't want to tolerate repeated behavior then you see the reality of everything and when you look and you see that okay this is something cannot stand if i don't bend a little bit my dear you're gonna have to make that decision to reduce contact and hopefully with your absence they learn your value that's really where i'm at to be honest and i don't know i'm just hoping for the best and it's crazy because I thought that I could heal everyone, basically, even though I should have been focusing on the huge block of wood in my eye. I was looking at the splinter in my family members and I realized like the Travis Scott song, I need to stop trying to be God, okay? I need to let God do what God needs to do in everyone's life and that included me creating that distance so God can do their work in everyone's lives basically so that helps me sleep at night because i honestly miss my family so much not that i'm not even talking to them anymore or anything like they're still contact but it's not like before because i'm just so aware of so much and i've stopped gaslighting myself and i'm just like accepting what it is based on actions not potential or the past or anything so yeah um Moving on, the next person says, make a genuine plan to leave and seek validation from nobody. Seek validation from nobody. Again, seek validation from nobody. This is between you and God. Never forget that. And that's something that makes me cry all the time. But 
this is between you and God, my dear. Okay, so this person says, first off, God bless you for taking the step to share this problem. Amen. God bless you too. So it says, second of all, it's imperative you come to terms to accept overcoming family dysfunction can be a journey, not a destination. Seeking assistance in therapy to help forgive them is essential. Seeking assistance in God to guide and rebuild your emotional intelligence is real through the healing journey. You will begin to understand that the family dysfunction is generational curses and ultimately will lead to toxic situations. Plan to break the curse through prayer and preparation to situate yourself in an environment of love. Exactly. Everything he said. You really need to seek God in this. You need to seek therapy. Every resource that you can access to help you with healing. You have to do it. I'm even considering doing hypnotherapy just to help me with self-limiting beliefs because I just feel like that's probably my biggest thing. Um, just feeling like small and just feeling like I can't do anything without my family. It's so weird. It's kind of like I mean, an abusive relationship where someone tells you you're nothing without me and it's just like, yeah, sometimes I feel like, oh my God, maybe I can't like live without them. I can't. But at the end of the day, it's God. It's God that is the, should be the only person that you can't live without. And um, yeah, but thank you so much for that entry. The next person says, I moved out because I couldn't take it anymore after 22 years of abuse. I am so proud of you, girl. You did it. You survived. You moved out sooner than me. I wish that when I was 22, I had the sense to move out. I think at that age, I probably had just stopped cooking for my brothers <laughs> or something. But yeah, we thank God for growth. Though. So proud of you and, you know spreading your testimony to everybody who's listening to it all the adas in the world all the firstborns may you be granted the freedom and the strength and the finances to move out and end the abuse the next person says distance and space they don't respect boundaries so physical distance i agree we've discussed this i mean i think it was a thing of me just being in a dark mind frame when I would be back home like something would just happen to me and I just become weak I wouldn't want to get out of bed I would be tearful like crying I would start like losing weight even though I would be overeating it's like a very weird I don't even know how to explain it like and the crazy thing is like my mom would do everything in her power to make me comfortable like just cooking the meals that i want to eat because i'm vegan and just like really really trying her best i mean obviously like when i want to go out and leave the house it'd still be the same old where you go into even though i'm grown and i'm i pay for like what i do and i'm you i'm that type of person who is going out because she's going to go and walk like it's business like even if i'm enjoying myself it's still business because a mini social lights you know <laughs> but yeah and i just i don't know maybe it's the memories maybe my body is just like uh-uh this is an environment that we don't want to be in but in order to flourish that physical distance is very necessary like yeah um this person says seek therapy it really helps agreed 
therapy helped me with a lot of realization and to stop gaslighting myself about a lot of what was happening because i would yeah and you when you do therapy just make sure that you are very 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 honest about everything so i would also say stuff that i think maybe that i did wrong if i'm overreacting i used to think that i was such a brat that my parents had given me their best and i was still complaining and it just felt so good to go to therapy and have a third party who you know doesn't really know anything it's just like hearing the full story like kind of give you insights and like help you with it and like also even tell you like look girl you need to stop being a victim yes all these things happen to you let's go through like healing your inner child and everything but at some point the victim thing needs to stop and i needed to hear that too like i needed to let my cinderella complex go because at the back of my mind i was hoping that somebody would like come save me from all of this and like give me like the childhood of like peace and not having to be a small mommy and all these things but it's only it's jesus that's coming for me basically so yeah um therapy is very important if you can afford it please do um honestly if you want to even talk to me honey i'll be your therapist and i hope that also this podcast can be some type of therapy i don't know because you know like i'm gonna speak for the nigerian community one we don't really prioritize mental health that much yet i mean even though the depression is rampant like it took me being an adult and driving in lagos to realize that everyone is drunk in the morning do you know that everyone is drunk in the morning in lagos like driving like because we're just all avoiding our emotions so if you can afford therapy do it girl if you can speak to someone who has some insights who has like lived life if you can speak to maybe a religious leader mm, stay if they start touching your thigh run away and just if you if there's anyone like around you maybe like you see them you see how they live their life you like how they're living their life like try speaking to them about these things and use your intuition on how you feel about discussing to these things because not everybody should be your therapist Mm -hmm. also whoever broke you cannot be the person to put you back together so don't be doing therapy with the people that you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so this person says i ignore yes it hurts but i do me and that's honestly the, the most painful part like your family will think oh this person after all we've done for this person they're just gonna leave no respect and everything not knowing that the silence is even hurting you more than it's hurting them because you want them to be different you want them to change and they're just incapable of doing it and you can't do god's work for him or her or for them so yeah okay so the next person says move hundreds of kilometers away not very healthy but it's worked for me so far yeah (sighs) agreed honestly so far moving seems to be working for our girls so yeah this person says prayer and having good friends oh my god having good friends is so essential obviously we know prayer is the master key we know that but having good friends my best friend in lagoon okay so i went to lagoon secondary school for all those who didn't know guess the cat is out of the bag <laughs> but my best friend karina i don't want to say her full name because i don't know if i'm allowed to but karina 
like that friendship i will cherish for the rest of my life my friends in lagoon oh i'm getting teary eyed uh, because one of my friends um twi suicide one of my friends that i really loved that really helped just being young and dealing with stuff being an ada renoir committed suicide in 2020 and it's still so like i don't know how to even like talk about it without like getting like emotional and stuff but her elizabeth qb um am i missing anyone oh my god mariah yeah even timmy oh my god timmy and shade from primary school why am i listing out all my friends for you guys but yeah i would always always go to karina's house every day after school because i just needed that break and her family was they were just so welcoming to me and just and the crazy thing is that i'm sure there are people who for them my house was a place of peace where they could come to and rest from their own families and i don't know why life is like that where i don't know sometimes the people you love give what you want to other people i have been so blessed so 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 blessed with good friends like uh but yeah so this person says it's like writing off a bad debt it can never be paid so write it off for the sake of your peace oh damn Yes, for the sake of your peace, for the sake of your sweetness, for the sake of preserving your sweetness, rice it off. Um, this person says, please share the responses because my family also drains me. My dear, I'm actually, I hope you guys forgive me that this is coming so late, but I hope you've been listening. Um, the next person says, have a safe space away from them and keep distance from them. Agreed. Um, this person, okay, this is something a little different. This person says, you confront people and make them own up or you confront and move on. Say your piece. Also, if you can, cut them off. You make your own family. Cut the bad ones off. <sighs> the next person says, by choosing yourself, simple. But, oh, okay, so the next person says, by choosing yourself, simple. Their comments, looking down on you, etc. Dead that shit and put yourself first. For me, once I realized I'm 21, no kid, no criminal record, God-fearing, I'm everything. I was done with them. Sounds like you know your self-worth, honey. Like, I'm so proud of these people in their early 20s actually getting their stuff together. Yeah, like, I was in my early 20s when I started Young Nollywood, but damn, you guys are, like, fierce. Like, I was still, like... <laughs> My mommy and daddy don't like me because I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Please. Anyways, um, so this person says, not an answer, but the link to your podcast. Please. Oh, my dear. Well, if you're listening to this, then you probably have found where my podcast is. But, um, yeah, I'm sorry for the late reply, guys. Forgive me. I just... 
I'm glad I did this now, though, because I need this now more than ever. No, because me and my family are even in a weird place. I just needed the encouragement. To be honest, I've kind of, like, I'm really good at creating distance, though. I moved, and then I kind of have just, like, you know, I have a phone where there's no WhatsApp on that phone, basically. So, yeah, I have peace. But, um, okay. So, one more person sent us a voice recording. We're going to listen to it together for the first time. So, let's listen. I actually don't know how to start this, but I wanted to respond to the individual who asks for advice on your platform. I have been in the same place that she's in right now, right? I'm a first generation, queer, oldest child, only child. So there's there's a lot going on, but in relation with her being the first, firstborn um, and the eldest daughter, I would say you need definitely to get a therapist as soon as possible, right? You need somewhere where you can comfortably be yourself and express what's going on at home, right? I don't know if you have access to those resources, but they are platforms that if you're working, they provide you know low affordable therapy sessions. Because I really do believe in my experience, like, once I started going to therapy, like, things changed for me. I mean, I'm not going to lie, it took, like, six years. <laughs> but things gradually started changing because each, with each therapist that I got, I learned different things about, like, how to do with my family and whatever that they're doing and just family dynamics in general. So getting a therapist, if you can, trying to find and build community, Right. You are not, it might feel like it, but you are not the only person who is going through the same exact thing, same exact thing. There's so many of us out in these streets, like there's so many, and it's all about finding people who, you know, are able to support you during this really difficult time, who understand you, you know, definitely, definitely find community. Um, What else? Know that, you know, it's going to get better. It does get better. I once thought it would never, ever get better. I was like, yeah, this is not going to get better. Like, I was, at some point, I was so depressed. Um, but it did get better. And, like, to even, like, look back and reflect on where I was six years ago, it's just, like, a testimony to, like, again, therapy, growth, and knowing, like, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Because right now, where I stand with my family, they know better you know, I've come to a place where I'm able to set good boundaries without feeling guilty, without feeling shame, because I know what I'm willing to negotiate and I know what's not negotiable for me, if that makes sense. So yes, it does get better. <sighs> that was actually a really like beautiful way to end this episode because it does get better. I can say, like, I feel like I'm in a better place. I'm not speaking to all my siblings right now, which is kind of sad, but people have to learn how to respect me. But with my parents, I just, like, I feel like knowing who your family is will really help. Just knowing that this is where they meet you at and this is where you meet them at will help. It's not everything I go to my parents with because I just know that they're some things that they will not give me the best advice for or like not push me to the level that i need to be at or they just simply cannot understand the type of you know daughter that god has blessed them with because you know 
yeah, I know I'm the answer to their prayers, basically, but sometimes as human beings, we forget that we're not supposed to be focused on how, just to accept it, however it comes. So yeah, I really, really hope that this has helped everyone listening to it. I really hope that it's helped the person who sent over the, you know, question in the first place. It does get better. It will get better. It's always getting better. And everything is always happening for our greatest, greatest good. That being said, I've come to the end of this episode. Again, I apologize for it coming so late. Oh my God. Just a couple of updates. There are new pieces on the website. I haven't made an official announcement on the Young Nollywood Instagram page yet or sent out emails, but I just wanted to let you guys know. Um, what else? Um, I'm actually wearing one of the tops. So if you catch the, um, the clip that I put on our social media pages for the podcast, you see I'm wearing the crop top. Um, I have new music coming out. Yay! For all those who do not know, I do make music. So I have new music coming out on December 16th. Yes. Um, so yeah. Um, my musician name is Baby Slot. B-B-Y dollar sign L-U-T. For those who want to listen. Um... What else? What else? What else? Ooh, also, I do make beauty products organic from um, Shea Bossa. Basically, it's called A Cup of Theo. I just reopened the store as well. So if you're looking for, like, products that you can put in your hair, your face, on your face, on your body. Like, people use it for their tattoos. Like, it helps with eczema. Like, people send me messages about how it's healed, like, random bumps and bruises and stuff. Like, it's basically all organic. I put, like, non-comedogenic oils in there so, like, it doesn't clog your pores and, like, make you, like, breakouts and stuff. I use this on my face, especially in the winter. Um, and if you don't know, I'm the skin god. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's opening as well. It's open. By the time this is out, it would have opened and um yeah for more information you can go on youngnollywood.com um if you want to join the conversation i mentioned already just go in the podcast tab and insert whatever you need to insert you can also message me on instagram but it's probably better to like send it through there because sometimes i'm not the best at checking my dms or you can reach out um through spystation at youngnollywood.com so you can send an email to spystation at youngnollywood.com um we're on all social media at youngnollywood on twitter at young.nollywood on instagram and i believe at young.nollywood on tiktok as well and obviously um for the merch well not obviously for the merch i've opened up a separate instagram page so you can um go on there and see all the pieces what else what else what else what else what else what else um yeah god bless you guys and thank you so much for listening i'll catch you on the next episode